It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I am Alex, and joined with me today is Anthony. And this is a new segment that we have kind of put together this week for a matter of truth. And we're going to probably call it drive-by theology or drive-by Q&A or I don't know. I, I mean, we, we, we kind of tossed the name around a little bit. but Yeah. We didn't really come up with anything awesome or concrete yet, so it, it's uh, it's due to change <laughs> as yeah. these things happen. So <laughs> drive by episode for sure. Drive by episode. So really, what you're going to get out of this is about a 10 or 15 minute conversation, um, and we decided that hey, you know, when we get a chance, we're going to get together, and the uh, the opportunity arose for us to do this this week, and we're just going to get a big topic and we're going to talk about it for a few minutes, and then we're going to release it as a quick episode. It's something that, uh, you know, fills a gap in between the big episodes that we record. And, you know, we don't know how often we're going to do them. It could be once a week, it could be twice a week. It could be nothing for a whole month. So um, these are not going to be, you know, um, tracked in terms of they'll come out whenever. It's 12 o'clock on a Friday. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to publish this. There you go. And anybody listening, if you want to submit a question, just use your phone, voice, uh, voice record it, and then email it. and. Uh, who knows? We'll maybe get it right, right back on. You know. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's the great thing is you can send it to you could DM us the questions and we can point you to the right area. Um, in the show notes will be both of our emails, so you can re, you know send your voice email. We've actually got a few of them stacked up for a middle of June episode we're gonna do. Um, and so I'm excited for those, and I've got a couple of really good questions for that particular episode. But this one. This one seemed to kind of, I don't want to say strike a nerve, but it really seemed to be a tough topic. And so yeah. we, we wanted to take a few minutes uh, out of our day and provide an answer for this, for this person. And, and maybe just something that's, uh, you know, interesting for, for you as a listener. So Yeah. And it might not even be an answer. It might be just pointing them in the right direction to, yeah. to go pray. And because it's, it's a tough, it's a tough one. I mean, when I started kind of digging in, it, it took me down a rabbit hole. Oh yeah. And, and, and I, I look at these questions actually as a blessing, for, you know, from my standpoint, cause I'm, I'm not in seminary. 
um, you know, looking things like anybody else as, as a layman. And so it got me studying, got me, uh, you know, into scripture and, and doing some research. And that's what I think we're all, we, we need to do. We need to do our own research based on scripture. And, and, and this is exactly what the questions do. So the questions are, uh, that you guys send or you ask, they're super edifying, um, to me and I know to Alex and to, to other people. Yeah. And I love when people send us DMs and I've got a couple on the Undying Light page that we're going to use in upcoming episodes. So um, please keep sending them because this is like the bread and butter to this episode style is two, three questions an episode. We talk just casual, like what's going on? What are we facing? What are we doing? We hammer out some of your questions and that's the episode. I mean, we're not doing, you know, series we're not doing studies you know it's just two guys coming together and talking about scripture yeah. and and hopefully helping people uh come to a conclusion for their question or you know be pointed in the right direction to further study um you know whether whatever the topic may be yeah so and, and all the answers are in scripture absolutely they are i mean um so yeah so without further ado, um, let's uh, let's hear that question. Hi, my name is Jessica from uh, Roanoke, Virginia. Um, an old friend is newly involved in a religion that she told me is called Followers of the Way. It seems that she mostly argues that Jesus is the embodiment of Torah, while arguing that Paul represents a corruption of Torah obedience because... He allows Gentiles to enter by grace without following the works of the law. Um, most of her arguments focus solely on Paul. Uh, she hates Paul about as much as she loves Torah, it seems. Uh, maybe I just don't know enough of the history behind the relationship of Judaism and early Christianity, but I'm genuinely curious how you would go about engaging in a conversation about this. Wow. Well, that's a great a, question, Jessica. Yeah, that is that is awesome. Yeah. So as I as we've said, these are, this is the bread and butter to the show, and sometimes these single out questions like this will get you your own episode. That's right. So, um, so you have some notes, kind of put together from what you've discovered. Um, but I I want to make sure before we get to that, I want to go through some of these screenshots that she sent us. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it, 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 yeah, it frames out, I think, her question nicely as well, because um, I know I've come across um, folks like that mm -hmm. just on social media, and I'm, I was actually extremely taken back by their, their approach and, and a little bit of the hatred that, yes. they, that they show. Large amounts of hatred. Yeah. So she sent us, uh, I don't know, eight screenshots. I'm not going to go through every line in it because it would take 45 minutes, but she first of all the the one of the things that's kind of alarming is and maybe not alarming but it's it's an approach that you don't generally see from the modern christian church is this person's using the hebrew name for matthew instead of matthew or even the greek name um so they're going back to the old israelite you know language to set themselves apart if you would so in these screenshots 
they have Matthew 7, 22 through 23. And so in this, there are uh, finger points to certain areas in the text. So it's cherry picking the text. Um, and then we go down, there's uh, chapter 7, 24 through 27. And then the notes here at the bottom, do not put your hope and trust for salvation in the lies of Sheol slash Paul, the false apostle, saying you are no longer under Yahweh's law, but saved by grace, I roll. Do not build your house on the sands of Paulinity. Ask for the ancient path, friends, uh, Teshuva Christians, and come out of Babylon. Torah is the way, the truth, and the life. So what she means by that in the next in a conversation with this person, uh, they say that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And she responds, and who is Yahshua? Yahshua is Torah. So then she says, Torah is the way, the truth, and the life. And then we've got more screenshots of her cherry-picking text, um, trying to take apart Romans uh, 14, but then comparing it to, so she's she's trying to denounce scripture by countering it with other scripture. So that's her approach to this. Then yeah, she's got this, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, yeah, she's, it's like, she's, uh, she's completely ignoring anything um, because of her hatred for Paul and mm-hmm. that Paul has no connection whatsoever to, uh, to, to Jesus or the apostles is how I took it. Yeah. And so then she goes on and she's got uh, um, another little caption here. Uh, it says, Yah's law is not bondage. His law is a way to eternal life. No, it's not. You don't find the law to provide eternal life. That's um, what Jesus said. Yeah, Jesus doesn't say that. So look, here's the thing. Um, she, she, her, her argument crumbles in upon itself by her one by her demeanor, and two because she's cherry picked scripture to you know to kind of bolster her view, and then three because the language she uses actually is the same language that Paul uses, and. So her argument crumbles. And in this little screenshot at the bottom, it says, so he, Yahshua, said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one Elohim. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. That's Matthew 7. That's Matthew 19, verse 17. And 20 years after Paul or after Saul is dead, Yahshua says, uh, blessed are those who do his commandments. Again, Cherry picked a verse out of Revelation. Um, and then she's got, she cherry picked something from Paul. I'm going to call him Paul because I'm not going to bother with this, this ridiculousness. Uh, how is it that you turned again to the weak and, uh, oh, I, I can't read that word, beggary? It's really small on my screen. Uh, elements to which you desire, again, to be in bondage, Galatians 4 9. Tell me. Who you desire to be under the law? Do you not hear the law? First of all, she doesn't. It's, it's obvious she doesn't understand what Galatians is about by this cherry picking of the text, and 
she is got this, as you said, uh, this just unnatural hatred towards Paul that she hates Paul as much as she loves Jesus. And as we were talking in the pre-show that Jesus, you know, never does say the words you're saved by grace. That's, you know, a common, you know, piece of scripture that we do know. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's true that Jesus never used the term grace um, in at least not that I not not that I've seen. I did I did a little bit of a search. Um, so, but the reality of it is, uh, you know what? I'm interrupting you. You you continue. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Um, but what she's trying to do is she's trying to put you back under the law. Yeah. And she's trying to say that you must obey this law. But here's the truth: you can't. Nobody can obey the law. And that is why Christ had to come because you can't, I can't, Anthony can't, this lady cannot obey the commandments. They might think in their head that they're doing well, but guess what? So do the Pharisees. Yeah. I mean, so if it's only about keeping the law, which is these, these types of people that hold to that, then there's absolutely no, there's no need for Jesus and what he accomplished. I mean, it's, you know, I think in the question, um, the best answer is pointing to Jesus. Who mm-hmm. was who was Jesus? Jesus was he was grace personified. He he is grace personified. Period. End of story. He, yeah, he didn't speak the term that as we know it now, grace. So Paul's gospel is pointing to Jesus as. Jesus is grace in the human flesh. That's what he's, everything he, he wrote in the epistles is, is based on, on, on Jesus. Mm-hmm. So what I did, and I think you did the same thing. We looked up followers of the way because I felt like there was some discrepancy between what they present themselves and what this lady is showing us. This lady shows us some unnatural hatred towards Paul. And the followers of the way, this is what they write on their website. The expression followers of the way is perhaps the first title given to those who follow Jesus after his resurrection with quotations to acts. Uh, but Jesus taught that he is the way, the truth and life and that no one comes to the father except through him. This title aptly captures the exclusive truth claims of Jesus and total, total totalizing comment, uh, commitment to uh, following him. Interestingly enough, though, they kind of cherry-picked John 14, 6 out of that, but that's fine. They love to nestle themselves, it seems like, in Matthew 7, when it talks about false teachers. But I'm going to go down here towards the bottom. I'm going to read this paragraph, and and this is kind of funny, right? Because she hates Paul, but this is from the quote-unquote followers of the way. Now, there might be a distinction between the followers of the way and then what this lady believes and the, that Jesus is the Torah. There might be a, there might be a, you know, a, a distinct difference between these two people. Um, but based upon what Jessica asked us in the question and the way these screenshots came, you know, I focus solely on doing research for the followers, followers of the way. This lady might be an outlier. I don't know. The one the, in the, the comments that loved 
Jesus and hates Paul. So this is the paragraph. In many other areas, the modern churches have departed from Jesus' simple and luminous teachings in favor of worldly compromise. Jesus forbid marriage after di- remarriage after divorce, yet the modern churches allow it. I don't think he does. Ever. No. Um, he, for, he says, anyway, no, I'm not going to go into it. There's circumstances. <laughs> yeah, there's circumstances to it. Uh, the New Testament forbids jewelry and immodesty, quoting, guess who? Paul in First Timothy chapter two verses nine through ten. Yet virtually all churches in America allow it. today the boundaries between professing Christians and the world are virtually non-existent. These facts are system uh, some topic of the general discard of God's word and the hermeneutic uh, convenience that afflicts most modern churches today. So it's funny that she says that Paul is this false teacher. Yet here on this website they quote him. They use his they use his text. And I never could find anything that they have this this deep distaste for Paul. It, um, yeah. That's why I'm wondering if um well the screenshots, maybe she's not part of uh followers of the way. Maybe she's um, you know, another sect of the you know, the black Hebrew Israelites or something. I, that's I wonder, that's you know. what I was thinking too. Um and so I was preparing to go down um that road but i'm like that's probably an episode for that is day because yeah um that's not where that's not where i need to be and uh that's it's it's a it's a whole mess in and of itself but so i know you've got some notes so let's pick through your notes and let's see where we end up with all right. Well, I, I I think I kicked it off with uh, you know Jesus is he's grace in human flesh. So I I think in answering the question, um, well I know in answering the question we we have to point to to Christ and his ministry and what and what he taught, right? Yes. I, I mean, so yeah, Jesus talked more about the law, but who did he talk to the law about? He talked to the self righteous, mm-hmm. the blinded, the deceived. Um, the Pharisees and and in that whole sect of people, but to the common people, to his disciples and followers, he wanted to. He had compassion. He had love. He wanted to teach them. So in in all, in everything he he taught them, he was showing grace. He is grace. I mean, the parables. Look at the the parable of the wayward son, Luke fifteen eleven uh, thirty two, right? It's it's, it's grace. The unforgiving uh, the, the unforgiving servant. Grace, Matthew 18, 21, 35. The Good Samaritan, grace. The parable of the laborers in the vineyard. It's, you know, grace. It's these qualities of grace. The abundant generosity of his grace. So the idea, that, so that would be my answer. So, but, so the idea that Paul is, is, te- is he's preaching and teaching a false gospel is just insane. Because yeah. you look at Romans 3, 31. Right. Yep. He's never saying no. Don't follow the law. And yet Jesus said, you know, if you love me, keep my commandments. And we've talked about this. What does that mean? You know. So he's he's paraphrasing the Torah. That shalt yep. love the love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and all thy mind. And then he follows that. That's the first part of it. And then he follows it, follows it with 
thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And people mm-hmm. get wrapped up in that second one, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, the two, you know, he, these were things he said one after the other together. You can't, you can't, like you said, cherry pick. So, yeah, the, the, Jesus never came to abolish the law. But Jesus didn't come as the law. He said, the way to salvation is through me. It's yeah. grace. So, he, so, he, so Jesus being sent, I mean, talk about grace. The words don't need to be there. Just God sending his only begotten son to save sinners who just sin and who like sinning. That's grace. Yep. Right there. He's, he is grace. He is joy. He is love. He is mercy. So this whole, this whole thing, <laughs> anybody that's com- combating, you know, um, bashing Paul, that he's teaching a false gospel, he is, he is hell, is, it just it absolutely makes no sense. Because, again, look at the body of work in the three years you know, that our Lord put together. It's, it's grace. It's mercy. It's, it's forgiveness. Unconditional forgiveness, Matthew nine two, right? Yep. Take yep. heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. Yeah. On and, the cross. Yep. And the other, you know, thing to really think too is when the Pharisees corner Jesus around healing uh, the paraplegic, he says, "Well, what's easier for me to tell this man that his sins are forgiven, or for me to tell him to get up and walk?" Right. And he tells the man, "Your sins are forgiven." And then he says, "Now get up and walk." <laughs> right. Jesus is grace incarnate, grace in the flesh. Yep. And and I think what people don't get is the meta narrative of scripture that God made this promise to Adam and Eve that um he would fulfill this redemptive plan and we get that promise to Abraham, we get that promise to Moses, we get that promise all through scripture that God is going to bring about his redemption through his son Jesus Christ, and we see that carried out into Paul's letters. Paul's not saying that you uh, can throw your obedience out the window and you're saved by grace, so just go sin freely. Never Paul, said that. Paul tells us in Romans six and seven, that's absurd. Are you? I mean, people that hate Paul don't read and understand Paul's language and how it is so connected to what Jesus wrote, but. I think, as you mentioned early in the show, and, and you know, like we said, it, these are only going to be 10, 15 minutes long. This one's a little longer because it's a complex question, but and and we also had to kind of set up for why we're doing this. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I think what it boils down to is this: the, there's going to be people out there um, in these small sects that are going to not like the bigger picture of Christianity. Now, I get that even within some of the bigger denominations, there are more conservative, more biblically sound people who, you know, uh, cause I was reading their description, their about page and, you know, they're very much opposed to the ways of the world. But the problem is, is unless you, you know, are self-sufficient like the Amish or the Mennonites, you will not be able to disconnect from the world. You know, unless you farm your own food, make your own clothes, build your own house, you're not gonna be able to disconnect from the world. But what you get in scripture is that Jesus isn't telling you to, you know, he says to forsake the world, 
in terms of its temptations and sin. But he's not saying don't live your life in a box. You know, don't, you know, seclude yourself. Because once you seclude yourself, you give up your ability to share the gospel. So yeah. when we so when we evaluate that, we have to be very careful with, you know, what is um the you know what wh- where do we draw the line and i think we talked about it early on the show because we talk, we're talking about music and we listen to secular music and but it doesn't it doesn't approach our conscience right so it, that has to just be something we clarify when we look at christ christ is grace personified when we look at paul paul's always pointing us back to the cross and to christ he never points to himself never ever it, like m- False preachers, teachers, and prophets, they point to themselves. He points to Christ alone. Yeah. So you, you actually said something, and I'll wrap my, my part up with this. You know, talk about grace um, in, in sending Jesus. When, so Jesus came, and he declared, and he warned people, the time has come, the year of the Lord for all. Right? That's Galatians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mercy, love—I mean, just all encompassed in, in, in his teaching of the the, the time that's coming. It's time to repent, you yep. know. The warning—that's man—that's love. That's God's love. Yep. That's that's his his grace. That's his mercy, warning sinners. Um, I, I yeah, I totally agree, and I think what we get out of it is that we just have to look at what. Who is Paul always pointing back to, and that's Christ. And yeah. who is Christ pointing to, and that's Himself and the Father. And so, I, I think to answer Jessica's question is, you know, we're always going to have these outliers, and we're always going to have these people who are opposing Christianity and opposing Scripture. Um, even by using Scripture, they're going to oppose it. So, the best way to really handle these is to uh, go, you know, to engage them with love, to show, you know, what, hey. Jesus Christ still forgives you of your sin by being, you know, for you saying these things and, you know, hating on his, you know, apostles or his chosen people, as in Paul. Um, Christ forgives you of that sin. And to just call that sin out is what we have to do as Christians. Call that sin out and say, Christ still forgives you. Because at the end of the day, that's what the gospel is. You know, we can add all this doctrine to it and, and make ourselves real lofty and theological, but at the end of the day, Christ came to seek and save the lost. So, uh, yeah. unless you have anything else, I think we can cut the episode there. It'll be 30 minutes long. I think that's good for uh, a, a drive-by snippet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the only thing, yeah, exactly. And the only thing I'd add is, again, point to Christ. He yep. might not have said the words grace, but everything he did, every parable, he spoke just about it's it all it's all grace and coming it's grace showing up grace you know it's all grace and and that is that is foundational and that is uh the evidence that uh christ is uh grace in the human flesh so yep we're good and i hope we answered your question jessica yeah and if not we can uh you know, shoot us another question to maybe expand on something or dig in deeper and we can certainly go that route and help you with that so it sounds um, good. so next time guys it'll be probably around the 15 minute mark this one definitely deep conversation 
and uh, but I hope it's interesting and edifying and gives you some perspectives on other you know I'd call this a cult honestly um, I think that's fair enough to say these guys are a cult because of such a linear viewpoint on things like their followers have to adhere to certain degrees of behavior and life living so yeah so that's it for me ladies and gentlemen and uh i hope you enjoyed this matter of truth episode it should be published within the next couple hours after we tweak a little editing and uh add our spiffy little song to it and that's all i got so god bless Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.